0: Learn more at marines.com.
1: Support for this podcast comes from the patrons at patreon.com slash fmlfpl. Okay! Welcome to FMLFPL Milan! As <laughs> all... This is preseason pod number three of four. We're going to talk about cheap, budget-friendly dudes, mostly bad teams. Walsh, I need you to guide me today.
0: Uh, Bad teams. I mean, I've been a palace supporter, so it's my (laughs) jam, my bracket.
1: I I feel like I need to get this off my chest, but I'm fucking overworked, exhausted, out of the loop, less prepared than ideal. We're just going to, or at least I'm going to just raw dog this up. You you're just
0: sounding more and more like Mourinho with each passing second. Yeah, the just excuses, building the excuses. You're finding the excuses from whence they came. Yeah,
1: we need to spend more money so I can spend more time on the pod. And Liverpool should win the league this year.
0: Okay, so let's just jump into goalkeeper. Do we have any housekeeping to do or no? We just
1: I don't think so. I mean, there's the thing where we could talk about what changed since the mid price episode, no, but I don't even remember what happened two days ago, matter. let okay. alone like, you know, a while ago.
0: So, four or five goalies, a lot of options there. Um, but I guess before we just talk about the individual, where are you in terms of rotating two four fives or just going eight five?
1: Right, going – yeah, okay. So you're talking about rotating two starters on mid to bad teams versus just rolling with one guy. I mean, rotation has just never worked for me. I mean, it's just Mm -hmm. never – Sometimes, like, a guy like Fabianski, I feel like, is a perfect example. It's like, he'll have a bad fixture where he gets nine saves and a penalty save, and you're going to miss that because you benched him. And then, like, Swansea doesn't keep cleans in, like, their home bankers because they're fucking Swansea. Now he's on West Ham. Maybe they're a little better, but maybe not. Um, I've just never really had success with rotating. So, for me, I would just, I think I would just find a 4-5 that has a nice run in the first, you know six to ten weeks in the season or something like that and just stick by them and just utilize the fact that like you're going cheap and just you know hang your hat on that i think what about you yeah
0: yeah I, i would feel like rotation is maybe a little bit better when it's a defender and not the goalkeeper because you take like saves out of the equation and it's a little bit cleaner to try and predict the clean sheet there but yeah, in general I feel like if you're gonna go four or five budget goalie, I just put a four-o and just hope that the guy's pretty good. Like you said, I mean there's a few good names out there. I mean Yeah, so I who think, are you looking at? I think Rui Patricio is definitely atop the list. I mean, Wolves, four or five. The fixtures are a little bit mixed to begin with, but Wolves are gonna be a good team this year. And I mean they were very organized and had a lot of clean sheets last season in the championship. And I I don't know if it was like a surprise that he came in at four or five, but he has a very good pedigree. I mean, he was playing on what was he was on Sporting for a while, or, or where was he?
1: Yeah, I think he was on Sporting.
0: Sporting, and I mean, you know, he's on the Portuguese number one national team goalkeeper. He's just really good. And Wolves feel like they're going to just be mid table this season. So I really
1: like Patricio a lot. Yeah, they. It must be said, like he's not their only reinforcement. They reinforced basically more than like most of the teams in the top six reinforced. Like they're. Making the step up with fucking aggressiveness, you know, in terms of like the transfer market and stuff, and, and upgrading their team to another level. I don't know. It's interesting. We were talking in the in the gambling section of our Slack, me and James about, um, you know, the futures bets of like where teams finish and stuff. Wolves, according to like bookies in the UK and Vegas here, are considered like a top ten team already. Like that's where their line kind of is. Like they're and I feel like that's worth considering because bookies kind of know what they're talking about, usually.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. I think they're they have a really good team and like you said, they've been reinforcing really well and they're all Portuguese, so it's like a little Portuguese full of, you know,
1: they're just gonna be great. Yeah, you get like the the good cohesion together like in uh, FIFA ultimate team shout outs. Exactly the
0: same thing. Um I think, like, Ben Foster's pretty interesting. I mean, Gracio last year had them somewhat well-organized, and, you know, Foster makes his saves, and shit he did with West Brom, probably will do more of the same. I feel like, you know, Gomez last year had a good, decent amount of saves, and Wofford's run at the beginning's pretty decent. Um, so, you know, he's kind of interesting to me, and
1: then... They just ended so poorly that I'm like, I feel like I have this, like, recency bias against Wofford. Like, I just remember they... Their end of the season is just like, I mean, they lost to every good team, but even aside from that, they lost to Burnley, they lost to Huddersfield, I and mean, Neil Noah Palace, whatever. I, they just were like fucking bad.
0: Yeah, but they of the kind season. of remind me of like Burnley at the end of the season, where once they hit the 40 points and they're safe, it's just nothing to play for, on kind the of. Beach. And they were, yeah. yeah, they were on the beach for a really long time at the end of last season, so. I mean I don't Foster's definitely not my favorite four or five, and if I was gonna go four or five, he would not be on my personal team, but I think he's definitely a defensible pick. Yeah. Um I mean then the other thing looking at Palace, like
1: yeah. it's Who's tough. Star- Who's the starter?
0: It should be the new dude, Guaita or however the fuck you say his name, I think, but preseason hasn't really given us that clear of an indication and the one other thing about Palace, I mean, there there is a good Palace player in every price bracket in defense. Even now, it looks like four zero with Juan Bissaka. Yeah, it looks Juan like Bisaka, he might be really yeah. actually playing. So it's a tough one to double up on Palace defense. And you know, when you have bet, we have like pretty decent other options from other teams with like saves and shit. I, I feel like it's not the best. It's not the best place to go, but you know, it's also a little bit sketchy. We still have some time left before the first week, but. I don't know exactly for a 1,000% certain who's starting there. So that's tough.
1: That's sketchy, yeah. yeah.
0: And uh, then I uh, think McCarthy, too. I mean, even though Hughes is a piece ugh. of shit, I like McCarthy as a yeah, keeper. I always have yeah. since, yeah, he's just good. And he, he looked good last year. He had some really great saves towards the end of last season. Remember Their when fixtures, Forster was good? Yeah, like
1: three years ago. What the fuck happened? He's just... Pong,
0: he just fell off. He's
1: just a six ten giant human. I mean,
0: Atari like is obsolete, and they came out with like (laughs) A-tracks or something. I got you. Um, But I I think think Ryan is pretty
1: popular and pretty good too. I mean, yeah,
0: Ryan's a good shout. Sure,
1: Brighton, like it's weird because a lot of these. A lot of teams in the Premier League, I mean, obviously, all of the teams in the Premier League have a lot of money compared to other leagues, like even the lower half. And some of the teams are spending their money, like Wolves, aforementioned, and like Brighton. They Fulham. bought like, yeah, Fulham. Like Brighton bought like a sick, like 21 year old, highly touted defensive midfield prospect. Like, you don't, like teams that are like, fighting relegation i usually don't associate in my head with like getting those kinds of players but they did and they're they're getting better and they bought a fucking left back from leipzig and like they're buying guys and like they were pretty good last year like ryan had 10 10 cleans and a billion saves i feel like brighton are just like gonna be good like i actually i like them i like brighton yeah,
0: they have some really tough clean sheet fixtures in the first, you know, they have four top yeah. four in the first seven, so yeah. maybe it would be if you're in on Brighton, if if you're going to go rotating goalkeepers then Ryan could be a good rotator, right. but yeah. it could be a better place to just buy a defender instead, I don't know, so you could bench him but
1: yeah, that's it very, doesn't very look fair.
0: great I mean, especially with our wild card you know it doesn't feel like many of us are going to have our wild card past like the game week 8-9 mark which is when their t- fixtures really turn so he could be one to monitor for the future, but
1: yeah, yeah, Ryan, the pictures Brighton, are pretty fucking bad. Yeah,
0: they're pretty bad, but yeah, Brighton. I mean, point taken. They've been buying a lot of really quality players, and they could definitely build on where they were last year. We'll have to see.
1: Yeah,
0: Um for sure. And yeah, like full. On, I mean, Losel's also four or five. He was. They were really good at the beginning of last season, but just doesn't. I mean, they have like Chelsea, cities to start off, and I just. I'm so They just seem her, so like
1: they're not going to be as good, right? They, like, they they should go
0: down. I would be very surprised if
1: they stay up. It seems like. Cardiff are the worst, like pretty unanimous worst team in the league. But Huddersfield are pretty bad, I think, too.
0: Yeah, they're both bad. I, those would probably be the two names in the bottom three for most people, like preseason predictors and shit.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to even see who who Huddersfield bought. I mean, they bought Congolo, but he was there last season on, on loan. They haven't really like done anything.
0: They bought. Didn't they buy like a couple of midfielders or something? They bought. They got Sobe from fucking Stoke. They got, and yeah, go they great. got Sobe.
1: They bought some forward I've never heard of from Monaco. I just don't know. I'm. Not, <laughs> it doesn't feel good to go there. IMO, yeah. I, I don't like it. I mean, I
0: think that's pretty much it from four or five goalkeeper. I, I think that. I think yeah. Patricio is the pick of the letter to me.
1: Yeah. I mean,
0: did we talk about
1: Fab? We didn't talk about Fab, and he's like the most owned goalkeeper in the fucking world. But you kind of talked about Fab in the first preseason pod when you were saying like how unsustainable it is that he's going to save three penalties like he did last season. And if you just compare his 17-18 versus his 16-17, really the only difference is two more penalty saves. And, and and just more saves overall, but not by a lot. And that vaults his bonus up a lot and that vaults his total score up a lot to where he's more consistently been like in the one around one twenty finishing and I don't know, it seems like he'll probably go down to earth. Also West Ham are better and probably concede less shots than the fucking shittiest team in the world like Swansea.
0: Yeah, their fixtures also are just horrendous from clean sheet perspective in the beginning of the year. Like they don't have unbelievably bad.
1: It's unbelievable how
0: bad they are. They just don't really have any. It's just horrible. So that's a tough place to go. I yeah, think that and, that'd be and we like
1: West Ham. It's just like I don't know when you're picking a goalie. Like you don't want to see that. You don't want to see yeah, any of that.
0: It's too. It's a rough run. It's it's too rough. I think.
1: Yeah, I I agree there.
0: Also, Fulham, dude. Fulham are. They keep buying every day. I feel like they buy a really good player the they last week day. or two. The uh, oh, I they mean, finalized that. Nice, yeah, it's done,
1: dude. But speaking they, of Mitro, I mean, we're I'm kind of ranting right now, but Newcastle's not buying anything or doing any anything.
0: Well, I mean, do you think Ashley's going to spend
1: money? That's ridiculous. I mean, if he wants to Char sell, I don't know. Char, Newcastle did. Yeah, I oh, love that. Because uh, Lejeune, Lesoon is out for the season, right? Yeah,
0: Reparino you know, ACL.
1: Ugh, that sucks. Oh, Shar, get in there.
0: Yeah, I don't know why they haven't added him to the game. It was I saw it done like a week ago.
1: Hmm. Weird. But yeah, Fulham are interesting. They're buying some guys. Mm-hmm. Seri should make their just defense better in general. He's just like ball winner, like box to box guy.
0: Yeah, I and like, I think Fabry's supposed to be good.
1: Okay, yeah. They still only know, but... have
0: four defenders listed in the game, which isn't is great that real? for them.
1: Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> well, one of them's Tim fucking Reamer, who I absolutely love. <laughs> Every American loves Tim Ream. <laughs> A fucking legend. Uh, it's so good with some of these like rando championship players that when you open their profile on the FPL page and they have like one season listed, like Reamer, but it's 11 12. It's, so 12. Long ago. it's like, oh, he had zero clean sheets and one assist in 2011 12. Good job by him. Awesome.
0: Um, I mean, so in terms of the four or five defenders, though, they it's like eight or nine teams. Do you wanna how do you wanna go, go through that? Um
1: I I don't know. Should we just talk about the teams? I don't know how to do this.
0: I think it might be better to just go touch on the team and just kinda pick out like our favorite guy or something. Yeah, if, yeah much,
1: if there's a team with that's full of four or fives. Let's just do that. Yeah.
0: yeah. Like Bournemouth for example. I have AC at five, but pretty much everyone has four or five. Right. We well, obviously didn't mention Begovic, because why would we have done that? But That's Bournemouth, we're, I mean, again. I'm still complete stay away from their defense. Do you have anything any I mean, different... they've been
1: consistently bad defensively for a while, I feel like.
0: Since they've been in the prom.
1: Yeah, I mean, they got 10 clean sheets somehow in 16-17, but they probably still conceded a billion goals. They just, they, they love conceding goals. Um, I don't I don't trust any of them at all. I mean like and and they bought a left back which makes yeah, Circus Charlie good. a lot less safe and a lot less interesting to me which he was kind of the only name where it was like oh he's never been this cheap because he's so good at attacking but yeah, I'm just not not really interested at all. In not interested.
0: And they yeah. do have a pretty good fixture on to begin the season with but maybe it's
1: best to buy an attacker if you want to go there. I mean if we get indications that it's three at the back again, like it was for I don't know, maybe half of last season, and like someone like Adam Smith is playing, you know, wing back.
0: Out of position or something,
1: yeah. yeah. out of position. I think he's a great pick in in that sort of scenario. But I haven't seen any, you know, rumors or preseason lineups that have led me to believe that.
0: We've know, also so. never had like a consistency from how of lineup formation he changes it every other yeah, game.
1: Yeah, he he plays like matchups.
0: Yeah, personnel. I mean, half the team's usually
1: knocked, also, so that doesn't help him. Yeah, that hurts him a lot.
0: Um, Ming, and Brighton, Ming's in Brighton, Yeah, things is so bad. But <laughs> Brighton, we kind of talked about. Obviously, we talked a lot, a lot of these teams of the goalkeeper. But what's going on with Balogun, the the Nigerian dude they bought him? Is he going to displace the own goal machine of Dunk? Because Dunk's definitely worse than Duffy, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that Dunk and Duffy are good. The thing with Balogun is he was a free transfer. I feel like he's just uh, like house de- money depth. Yeah, just depth and just competition and shit. I, how can you break up Duncan Duffy after they're like your fucking boys. You get promoted with them. They you know, they're your fucking stalwarts keep you up in the prem. Like you don't you don't take either of those guys out of the, okay, out okay, of the back okay. four, I don't think.
0: Um. Yeah, I mean, they I definitely want to go Duffy over Dunk because one of them has four own goals and you don't want that player. You don't want that from last season. You don't want that player.
1: They both they, have potential to score like four or five actual goals. Also, yeah. Must be said.
0: Yeah. yeah, they had a lot of Indirect set piece opportunities last season. Expect that to continue with the same deliveries, should be there. Yeah, gross. Um, gross
1: with all of the deliveries.
0: They have like Bruno Bong, they got Bernardo, new fullback. They got a lot of fucking fuckery back there, but I would probably go with a center back if you want a Brighton defender. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, they're also so good on bonus. Yeah. Whenever because, Brighton yeah. keep it clean, those guys are beastly. Um,
0: Duffy, usually a little better than Dunk.
1: Yes, but very little. I mean, they're still both really good. Yeah. Um and part of that has to do with winning all of those headers on on set pieces and stuff like that. They had a lot of like very very high shot numbers. They just didn't actually get the goals from them. So yeah, I mean I I think they're both great. If there's anyone to keep an eye on, it's got to be Bernardo just because he's from Leipzig, he's young, Bong didn't really do shit last season. Maybe Bernardo comes in and is just like a really good attacking left back or something. And he might yeah, be that's interesting. Possible. Yeah, that's uh, yeah I mean, people. I think Duffy and Dunk are both great picks.
0: Okay. I um, mean, Burnley, they're all five. Cardiff, I think we can probably skip Cardiff, right? No one's looking at their defense. Yeah. I mean, Pelt- I mean, they I do mean, have that, that dude Peltier and Rich Jazz. They're 4 There could be something there, actually. Jazz
1: Richards. <laughs> He's a huge favorite in the slack, but.
0: Cause he, they they've been playing some three at the back, and I, I've I think Peltier just got knocked like last preseason game at Jazz Richard. Maybe he was playing at wing back. I'm not 100 percent sure, but I, they, there could be a four zero guy emerging from Cardiff. But
1: interesting. But they're need, really they bad. They're really bad. That's a that's a problem. Yeah, they're really bad. And their fixtures are a complete joke. Stay away. Also.
0: Yeah, agree with that as well. So, so I mean, the that. main four or five
1: probably that's been
0: in the most teams I've seen is Tompkins. Yeah, he is um, an
1: absolutely fantastic pick.
0: Yeah, so you have him at 4-5 and then Juan Bissac at four zero. The tough thing is, you know, Palace, they also have PVA at 5-5 and they have Sacco at 5. Uh, they all have every
1: these, fucking price bracket yeah, they have someone.
0: Every price bracket they have someone. And also, not to mention, is Schlopp has been playing in left midfield pretty much all preseason at a position. Um, he's still 4-5. So he looks like he might have a spot in midfield. So that's
1: interesting. I love Schlopp.
0: Yeah, it looks like he's being preferred to, you know, like, Macca and shit. Like, Millie will come in probably in the center. Maka maybe could play on the right. But we don't have a lot of central midfielders. With, like, Cab gone, there's a spot open there, you know? So, uh, and yep. doesn't look like a player at all. So, is still young. Punchin's old as fuck. Sacco's hurt. So, Schlupp's interesting. Four or five out of position's interesting. You know, he's he gets in there, but... I still kind of like Tompkins a little bit more. I feel like he'll be better on baps and probably just as good for attacking returns, offset pieces.
1: Yeah, and he's totally nailed when fit.
0: Yeah, there's whereas still like,
1: a slight doubt over slot. Yeah, I mean, I think he's nailed to start the season, but five weeks from now he might not be. Whereas Tompkins, like, almost definitely would still be. Um,
0: but the we might get are another
1: team, though. Like I was gonna say, like they like. They haven't bought anyone.
0: We bought no one. We're, we're rumored with drink water, I was seeing, but.
1: Their only like transfer alone, in is the free, the goalkeeper on a free. Goalie.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's not great. I mean, we do, I guess, technically, we have Wickham back. He was gone all last year, but we do look pretty light in midfield. Yeah, I'm a little is, worried about that. Yeah, Rita could step in there, but again, he hasn't looked good.
1: Yeah, no, I don't know. No RLC, I know mean, if we get yeah. drink
0: water, if we get drink water, and that would that would patch something up, but you, it's it seems likely that we'll add two, you know, two or three. Okay. in the this week I'm hoping we. Yeah, that, that would make me
1: feel a lot better.
0: Yeah, we haven't done anything, but no matter what, with Millie's shielding and the way that we looked last season with Sacco and and Tompkins, and the spine is just. Good bet for cleans and the fixtures are incredible, but I think double doubling defense is too too aggressive for me. Yeah,
1: I think it's a little too aggressive, mostly because of what I basically just said. Of like, Palace haven't reinforced at all; they lost a bunch of guys, and it's just a little bit like not sure. Yeah, like if um, if you guys were Fulham and bought seri or you know something like that or. You got Lucas Torreira instead of Arsenal or something. I'd be, I'd be like all in.
0: I'd yeah, we like, haven't. Okay, yeah. Yeah, we haven't added any dynamism whatsoever to midfield, which is something that we're lacking. Yeah, it's a little so worrying.
1: So, yeah. who do you think starts at right back? Is it going to be Juan or is it going to be Ward? I
0: think it's probably Wani Biz. Like he's been playing consistently. Ward's been consistently on the bench for the entire pre- every preseason game, basically. So that's great. I'm hoping yeah. that we get a little bit more information or like a credible quote from Woj about what he's thinking there. But again, i have been saying this since mid season last year. Whenever Juan bissaka was playing, he was fifty times better than Ward every single performance. And you know he's younger and should be allowed to grow into making that position his own, and hopefully he does that this season um I really like him I think he's a quality player he's again super young, but at four oh he's definitely the best four zero pick right now to me yeah, in defense. Right now,
1: for sure no question
0: uh would be a little bit hesitant to put him in thinking that he's going to be part of a rotate really put him in assuming that he will just not play. Cause if you have like you need him to play, then you're gonna have trouble. If you have him and Peltier and you're going, you know, really thin like that, it's gonna be a little bit tricky, I think.
1: But yeah, that's super super dangerous. Yeah, but he's a good pick for fifth defender risk and stuff. Yeah,
0: yeah, but he's a good pick for fifth defender for sure. I think. Yeah, great pick. Yeah, maybe a little bit less good.
1: Part of me not knowing if it's worth it is what we were saying. Is like. Doubling palace defense seems a little extreme and I definitely want one of their really good defenders, i.e. Tompkins, Sako or PVA. And so I'm like, it feels a little weird to me to have like Juan as my fifth if I'm definitely gonna have one of those other guys. Yeah, Does that make like, any sense?
0: Yeah, no, I mean it's redundant and then you're you're pigeonholing yourself with a kind of sketchy option versus someone who's more solid that you could rotate around. Right, right. Um, um. or start every week if you have PVA. Right. Yeah, I've, I've had the same experience. I mean, I don't want to put in two Palace defenders, so I haven't really tinkered with one Bisak in my team at all, but that's just kind of how I've been structuring my team. God, as well. In
1: past seasons, we would be 4 3 3 with one first name in the team sheet. Probably, yes.
0: <laughs> Everton center back situation, very interesting. I think they're being linked. They probably are going to buy a center back, but Jags has been playing basically preseason center back, first choice pairing. He's 4 or 5. What's Something's- the par-
1: What's the pairing been? It's been him, him and Keane. Yeah, it's been yeah. him and Keane.
0: So I think that the uh, Digne transfer is all but wrapped up, but that's going to go over to left back. But Jags, if he if they don't buy a center back, Jags at 4-5 is very interesting to me.
1: It'd be so weird if they don't buy a center back. It would especially, be weird. Especially with like how much money they're spending elsewhere and Silva's... You know, you know he flirts with the three at the back all the time, and so like if he ever wants to go three at the back, there's basically four center backs at the club, and one of them's Ashley Williams, and one of them's Holgate, Holgate. Yeah. So uh, that seems really sketchy. They gotta yeah. buy someone, I think.
0: Yeah, I gotta, gotta think they buy someone.
1: And they just spent five hundred million dollars on Richarlas, and They can't buy a center back. They should be able to. What are the rumors? Um, I saw
0: Rojo mentioned oh my god <laughs> yeah can we get a rojo Funes, yeah, I mean, to... I mean, Funes Mori, i think because he left but but he's with um, us forever other than that i'm not you know
1: i, I hate the rumor mill it's me too i nightmare. think i saw mawson maybe in a tweet mawson, or something no, like mawson that mawson
0: just got just went 20 mil to a uh, oh fulham
1: oh really yeah oh that's phenomenal yeah wow fulham are cleaning up yeah fulham fulham in the premise is just getting better and better. These yeah. teams come up and just they actually have money and like have a system and like a manager and do stuff. Yeah, except Cardiff. And, and Yeah, Cardiff. Poor Cardiff. So, yeah, four or five Jags you feel good about?
0: I mean, as of this moment, but you know, we'll see what happens. Um Huddersfield, the, all their guys are four or five. So I guess Zonka's the best, right? He gets the cleans, he, he gets the baps, and he gets some, some goal shout.
1: There was always the rumors of him on pens, but that's did, not did the they case. Draw Oh no, that was pen pen Luva, right?
0: Oh yeah, that was Luva.
1: I can't really remember them drawing a pen, but they probably did. And De Poitier probably fucking slotted it because he's a or fucking doesn't
0: legend. Mo- what about Moy? Doesn't Moy take pens?
1: I have no idea. I can't remember them getting a pen last season.
0: The second we start talking about Huddersfield is the minute that we lose listeners. Because
1: yeah, it's a bad. Not a lot of insight
0: here from the from the FPL boys. I mean,
1: I gave the the pre pre whatever preamble of me being out of the loop a bit and like less prepared than than I would ideally be prepared, but. You know we're still we still got enough fucking ten days to go, and I'm gonna be I'm gonna be locked and loaded. You know,
0: Huntersfield suck. Don't don't buy their players. Lester, eh, what do you think? I, they're a tricky one. I'm seeing West,
1: it's been West Morgan right pairing. Um, I think so, but M- I mean you yeah, know Maguire. About, yeah, McGuire will come back, and then. Chill all at five is a complete no go. It's too expensive. Yeah, that's they got so Perry, annoying that they put him at five. He's not even like a hundred percent nailed.
0: Yeah, and then they got Pereira in they're I just don't know what they're up to. Lester, I haven't. I don't think I've had one Lester player in my team for one second in tinkering.
1: I've at looked all, at, at all. James Madison highlights a few times when it's like <laughs> late at night and I'm just under the covers. And you know what I'm saying? Okay, yeah, but okay, uh, okay, okay, yeah, okay. why the uh, Pereira and Chillwell at five is just such a nightmare.
0: I don't know why they priced them at five, thinking they're good. They're not good.
1: They, weren't, was, good. Like they last weren't good pod, last year. I was saying like they're they're consistently priced like they're Liverpool.
0: Yeah, they kept under ten cleans last year. I think.
1: Good God, that is horrendous. That's just all a right. bad job. Like yeah. they won the title. That was awesome. Like crazy season, but like get out of here. Yeah, yeah they had nine nine cleans last season. Yeah, sixty goals conceded,
0: and they're all five or more.
1: Yeah, that's the fifth most goals conceded in the Prem last yeah, it's good.
0: So Newcastle, definitely a team we love from a clean sheet perspective. We talked about Dubrovka a lot last pod, but you know, Laszlo is five. It'll be interesting when Char comes in if he's going to be four, five, or five because he's got a pretty Probably decent...
1: five, I would guess.
0: You think so? Cause I
1: think he's... the reason they put Lejeune in... Um, what's his fucking name? Uh, Kieran Clark at four, five is because... Kieran actually played a lot of minutes last season, mostly due to injury, but he was really good. And there's a world where he would be the starter over Lejeune, I think. But if they're spending real money on Char, then I think they have to assume that he's coming in to pair Lascelles and just be the nailed-on starter. And I think so then they would put him at 5.
0: So then Yedlin looks like maybe the best route in at
1: 4-5. Yeah, Yedlin I mean, at 4-5 is really but nice. But again...
0: As we mentioned, I mean Newcastle's fixtures, are you know, just so bad. So it's a tough job to stick any of them in at the game week
1: one mark. Yeah, and it's another one where I I rate Newcastle. I like Newcastle. I love Rafa. Like blah 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 blah. Can they just reinforce like a tiny little bit so I can yeah. feel better about it?
0: Not while Ashley is the owner of the club.
1: Yeah. Okay. Oh so yeah, I'm seeing, I'm seeing the Shard transfers. Three point six million. So very far from real money.
0: That's real money to Ash. That's more than zero million. So it's it's definitely real money to
1: Ashley. How many pies?
0: How many pies is he not going to be able to buy with that?
1: And their net spend is hysterical. Yeah, it's embarrassing.
0: Southampton. I have I have Cedric in my team right now, and I feel disgusting about it. But I just why the
1: fuck do you have him?
0: I just don't even know what to do with myself. I don't know. I I, I'm so lost in in the four or five bracket. You're lost Um, in the sauce. Yeah, I'm very much lost in the sauce. I just keep, I sell myself on the wing back, like unsuccessful crosses are good in baps, like Cedric in.
1: Someone on Slack was talking to me about Cedric. It might have been The Wiz. It might have been George. I'm not really sure. And they were like, and I was like, ew, you know, some sort of similar reaction to what I just gave you. Like, ew, why the fuck is Cedric in your team? That's a joke. And their explanation was short and sweet, just actually after Hughes came in and wing back. He had a really good run of returns to end the season. My response was, okay, any Cedric return, much like fucking Navas or something, I just consider to be complete fluke luck. Like I've seen him cross, I've probably seen him cross 2,000 times in my life (laughs) between just like Southampton games, Portugal, et cetera, et cetera. He's horrible at it. And doesn 't look up and just aims mindlessly into the box with like a floating piece of shit, so like i don 't see attacking returns as like oh he 's turned the corner like he 's all of a sudden good, like he just crosses a lot and sometimes gets lucky is what I see
0: I agree with that, but at the same time he 's going to have the volume if he 's playing wing back, which it looks like he'll be doing, and i don 't know.
1: I, I, He'll I have don't, the volume. Damn. He's also never had more than three assists in an entire season. Yeah, Cedric, you know. Cedric. <laughs> he just. He when he
0: wants. He's a he Shass, just, yeah. Shass merchant.
1: I can just see so vividly when I close my eyes, just like his fucking. He's sprinting, head fully down, never any consideration to look at his teammates, where his teammates are, what's happening in the box or anything. And he just sends up a fucking cross that's just. <laughs> 500 feet in the air, and the most easy thing ever for some fuck like Wes Morgan to just head out for a clearance. It's just like.
0: The the uh, best thing about Cedric, most well known for it, always. Ends up behind like the goal after he does a shaft, raises his hand up to his teammates, and then puts his head down.
1: He does that 15 <laughs> times a game. Just like, I'm oh, sorry. Sorry,
0: guys. put yeah, his head down, I mean, turns listen, around, jogs
1: he, back to position. Listen, he got two bonus points last season.
0: That's a lot. That's so a lot that's more than zero. That's pretty
1: you good. You would think with the number of unsuccessful crosses that he would be more up in like the bell-end range of bones, but he managed to keep it low to keep himself... You know, soupy and under the radar, and I think he's a, a just a terrible pick. I just okay. I don't like it at all.
0: Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Watford, we kind of talked about It was pretty decent last year. Um, they have holes. They have Kiko. I'm, yeah, I'm interested in Kiko five. a little bit. Yeah, it's just the subbing before sixty last subbing year for- did, <laughs> did me. I mean, if, if there's a defender who gets subbed before sixty. I had him on my team for a long time.
1: Yeah, you had had a lot of red cards, defender sub before sixty, and own goals like Astronomical.
0: Dunk, uh, dunk, own goals, Britos red cards, Kiko and Bodker subs at fifty. It was unreal. Moses, I had Moses for multiple sub sixty. It's
1: difficult to do what you did. It's good. It's good. It was good to do.
0: But Watford have again twenty three defenders listed on the FPL page. Yeah. So some guys have to go out, but it's they're not sexy. But I mean, this is kind of thing. You could make a team with five, four or five defenders and just like spunk a rotation, like a huge three at the back rotation. And, you know, you could get a four or five dude from all these kind of middle-end clubs and just play the fixtures and rotate. And, you know, I mean, Watford's a name in there that you could just hope to catch a few
1: cleans on. And I don't what are you, I don't what are you talking about? dude? I'm just who, talking who about people.
0: You? I'm talking about people who want to play the game a different way Alon.
1: I know, but we're supposed to use our experience to help other people be better at the game. Our experience is doing that every season for like five consecutive years of like so, four three. I mean, three four three, all four fives and four oh defenders rotate, like blah, blah, blah. It's a nightmare.
0: So why are we even talking about four or five defenders? Well, because
1: you're going to have one or two, right? Your fourth or fifth defender, maybe, or like you'll find some gems in there. I'm not saying it's definitely wrong, but the idea of just like, Basically saying, fuck my defense completely and just getting some four fives on mostly bad teams with bad fixtures, I don't, I cannot put a stamp of approval on that strategy. Um,
0: so the other four or five I have in my team right now is... <laughs>
1: <laughs> You've changed so much in one I have one two, week.
0: I have two, is, uh, is Wil- Wilhelm Bully on Wolves. He kind of just was in there by no other options, and I like wolves, and I like I like them center back. Well, if
1: you're going four or five on wolves, you got to go Dorty.
0: Why? He's, is he going to be playing wing back?
1: He's wing back. Yeah, he's right wing back. He's according to that Twitter fan who wrote in, he's a fucking Irish Irish Danny Alves.
0: Okay, I'll switch him now.
1: <laughs> so that's hard to resist, you know. And yes. he's another—he's another one of those rando Irish championship players where you open up his FPL profile or whatever. He played forty-five minutes in two thousand eleven and twelve, and he was on a team in two thousand ten slash eleven. Played zero minutes.
0: But they got rid of Bazza Douglas, right? He's at Leeds now,
1: right? So there so will be. Over there?
0: They have to buy.
1: I think they loaned or bought. I'm blanking. There's there is a left back that they're interested in, or they loaned him, or they bought him. I can't remember.
0: Who the but, fuck is Vinagre? Uh, Ruben Gonzalo Silva Nascimento Vinagre.
1: Oh my god, what a name! I just got not Do you think hard. he's
0: Portuguese? Probably not. He's probably yeah. like Northern Irish or
1: something. Balsamic Vinagre. In. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't we gotta know what the, left, back we back get is, the left wing right back is now. yet, but Doherty is a good, guy. good okay. guy. Right wing back, good guy. And Wolves All are right.
0: good. I mean, West Ham also have like DOPS and four or fives with the fixture, are too bad. Basically, the four or five options are like Tompkins and then a bunch of weird guys. I guess we also did, talked about Chambers a little bit. It's very right. speculative. Four or five. I don't know what we don't know what Emory's favorite pairing is but there's a we don't know yet you know there's a very very outside chance that he gets in there but
1: it's kind of coincidence maybe but it just seems like just by going through them with you just now like a lot of these bad teams just have nightmare fixtures i don't know why but there were so many teams we just went over where it's just like stay away stay away stay away stay away so i feel like the four fives are pretty limited in that in that respect and yeah, just the guys you were just talking about are like pretty much the guys.
0: Yeah, Cedric, first name
1: in my team sheet. Oh my fucking God, dude. <laughs> don't do it to me or you or the listeners. No. Bad.
0: Cedric's not going to be on my team for a while. I just don't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah so no one does. So we're going to go midfield. Are we doing six and under? Is that right
1: today? Did we do 6-5 last week? I don't remember. Did we do Fab and Pedro? I think so. I mean, I remember you saying Ladro. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, we did Cessignon and Richarlison. and like, yeah, we did all that shit. Yeah, and Jota, of course. Yeah, Ledge. Um, yeah, so midfield, so six and under, tough, dude. It gets fucking tough down here. Yeah, it's really tough.
0: There, yeah. I, there are more than a few names that I that have my head turned, but they're so punty. It's just such a difficult thing to like, jump.
1: So punty with no flexibility at all. Like everything that we said that's good about being in the seven and six five range where you can just go to this other guy or this, guy or this guy or this guy or this guy. When you're in this fucking bargain trash pile of guys, it's just like they might all be awful and you just have a bad slot on your team and you have to double change to get out of this price bracket. That might yeah. happen.
0: Yeah, it might happen. Or you might just or you might just you get might put one or two, and it is just the best. Yeah,
1: I get Mar- you found Maris. You found Maris. So who you, who has your head turned?
0: I mean, I'm always a sucker for Sherla. I love yeah. him. Yeah, he's been really bad for a while, but okay. How millions, old do you
1: think he is?
0: He's like 28.
1: He's not yeah. that old. Yeah, he's 27. Dude, when 20 I saw 10. that they made the transfer, I thought he was like 33. No, he's I was like he's in the twilight of his career. Like wow, Sherla, crazy
0: yeah i don't know six not too much he he's just a poacher goal scorer selfish merchant
1: festival so
0: he doesn't have a great record i mean i think he's had one double digit goal scoring season in the last like five of his fucking life i don't know but he always somehow ends up on the bench so maybe that's a reason why he sucks or something i'm not sure but just a sexy name and you know he's He's capable of like a brace in ten minutes. He's got that in him. So he's
1: he's done that in every stage and level of football.
0: Yeah. So he's interesting to me. Stan obviously red flag before the year started. <laughs> like that's obvious. It's
1: just, it's just the most nailed red flag you could ever find. His junior stand right there. They just he's, the, his... he's also the best player in the Premier League.
0: He's <laughs> Golden Boot winner. If he ever could play more than a thousand, d'Or.
1: yeah, if he can just start and play twenty five hundred minutes.
0: Um, I I love his Kierdo, but me too. At six, I
1: love
0: him. He's like close enough to Gross. It just doesn't feel like great. Also, like knock guard over there at five five. I feel like he just
1: he's kind of bad. I love him.
0: I I really like him a lot. I yeah, love he's, watching he's him play. Really good but he just couldn't put it together last season. He was kind of like too much of a hothead and had these games where he was just freaking out all the time. Like wasn't it for I thought he was going to be one of the first names on the team sheet because remember that season when they got promoted he was insanely good for them. He had double yeah. digit goals assists. A ridiculous ridiculous season.
1: Yeah, he had really good underlying numbers last yeah. season. Well, so did Tonnes, uh, especially Nance, so for, yeah, uh, you know, newly promoted side, but yeah, he just didn't. The goals and assists just didn't follow. But like, he was shooting a lot and he was creating chances and stuff like that. But yeah, maybe maybe he can he can put it together this year.
0: Yeah, I like a little well, French guy is always good. Good hair. Yeah. Um, what else? I mean, Pereira
1: always. Yeah, Pereira is an interesting fantastic. one. Yeah, he's so good.
0: I mean, he's six again. Just like fucking Stanislaus can never play three straight games without dying. But yeah, he hurt. was really influential under um, under Gracia last season when he was playing, and he looked really good. So that's he's someone true. I'm interested in.
1: Yeah, no, that's true. I forgot about that. He had a run last season where he was just like incredible every single week for until he got hurt.
0: Yeah, I mean Chelsea too is a tough one because they haven't bought anyone. But like we mentioned with Pedro, I mean they have RLC is five five, and I mean if he's going to be Someone's got to play with Conte and fucking,
1: who's the other guy? Jorginho. And
0: Jorginho. Someone's got to play ahead of them. And yeah, it, it if, might
1: be Barkley, it might be Fab, it might be, I don't know. RLC.
0: RLC. So yeah. I mean, Barkley is probably the least good name that could win that battle, because it's so bad, but... That's an interesting spot to look at, just to see when we get closer to gimmick one, whoever looks like leading that race could be a really good
1: value buy. Yeah, because no matter what, they're not going to cost more than 6-5 unless they buy someone.
0: Yeah, and it's the kind of position where you know, you'd rather have someone who has a chance to run into points because they're playing on a top 5-6 team rather than like, you know, Sherla.
1: <laughs> 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 sounds yeah. better. But yeah, that's dude, that's a, interesting. Yeah, dude, last me. fucking, I'm just looking it up to go back to that last six games last season. you had three goals and an assist.
0: Yeah, he was so good. He was at the end so of last good. season. Yeah, uh, Damari Gray is five five, knocking yeah. around. I mean, I like they're him. gonna yeah. He's good. He's tricky, good, but. Didn't seem like he could get himself nailed under Puel last season. They have a lot less names and cooks in the kitchen this year, but 5'5, five, five, he's definitely a name to monitor. I yeah, think. I
1: think it'll be straight 4 2 3 1 this season, or at least mm-hmm. that's what I expect mm-hmm. with Mara's gone and just it'll just be Vardy solo up top. And I imagine the three behind Vardy are going to be left to right Gray, Madison, and Albrighton. Maybe sometimes Ian Nacho gets in there, but. They're going to struggle. Good. They're going to yeah. struggle this year. No, I, I, I think they'll still be good. I, I like Puel. Good. I think he. they'll be solid and that they're good.
0: Yeah, I think they're in trouble. I think they're going to be pretty bad this year. Interesting. Um. What else in the five-five bracket? I mean, we were had that little Luckman moment, but now that they got Richie Rich, he's I don't know what they're doing.
1: They have so yeah. many players.
0: I don't know what the fuck they're
1: doing. And Atsu might be on pens, which is sort of interesting. When he plays, he's always pretty dangerous. But their fixtures again with Newcastle are just fucking ridiculous.
0: Yeah. What's the deal with Jerry D? Is he? He's got a yellow flag. Is he fucking hurt again?
1: I don't know about his fitness. It just says lack of match fitness, which is pretty classic Jerry D, if you ask me. I mean, he's just the laziest player in the Prem. But he's really good, and he was good for stretches on Watford last season. I'm interested there. What about like someone like Redmond or something? Like, do you think he's just bad for the rest of his life, or do you think he has a chance to like bounce back to like Norwich days?
0: Do we need to have the seventy eighth Nathan Redmond converse? You know, what I, I, I think Redmond is an absolute
1: shithouse awful player. I think okay. he's awful. Okay, I just wanted to double check. Yeah, because I, mean, I, I, I think some, I think there's could be something there. I think you're just on crack.
0: You just remember that one two years ago, that one week you transferred him in the double game week, and he
1: like yeah, somehow he finished game week thirty seven. I think I took a minus sixteen. Redmond Brace and I flew and it was the best thing ever. But no, it's just, just talking. I'm, no, I, I know,
0: know. But you, you, I think, are you just trying to wind me up? Because you know, I'm how not I'm really him.
1: not. I'm just okay. looking. At, I mean, this is how bad the five, five or six and under midfielders are that I'm like looking around and he's a name that I'm picking out because it's just trash. It's so bad. But yeah, Moutinho's like, there now. Maybe he'll be class. Yeah, right. Yeah, um, Felipe, Iria Santos, Moutinho I mean, it's weird with Wolves because they were straight 3-4-3 three, three every single match last season I feel like um, if they're doing that and their only two central midfielders are Neves and Moutinho that just feels very light to me
0: like maybe if they figure turn out is- some
1: other way to get Moutinho at number 10 I think sure, maybe he can, he can get like double digit assists or something like that, but like I don't really understand, unless they're changing system.
0: Maybe they'll do something more like of a four three three or something. Or yeah, I like, mean, it just, I don't know. Yeah, It could be fluid, but I mean, they still have Saiz three, there. 3-5-2, three,
1: maybe. Yeah. And it's in Jota up top or something like that.
0: Yeah, they could do something like that, because they're going to probably play for the, on the counter, but I'm not sure. I don't think Moutinho's got much left in him. I, I don't, you know, he he's definitely not going to play 3,000 minutes
1: this year, for sure. Uh, no that 's for sure i mean he 's still the only thing with him is he still just quietly gets like not very impressive but like decent assist numbers just because like that 's the position he plays, and that 's the stuff he 's good at, and he can still kind of do that you know and so if wolves are a top ten team, which is kind of how we started this whole pod then and he 's playing number ten i mean i i don 't really know where he 's going to play or how they 're going to do that but in that world, I could see him just getting assists by nature of just like starting every game there and and doing that stuff that he's good at. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I I don't think that there's going to be any amount of weeks this season that he emerges as an FPL option though. Interesting. Okay, yeah, I'm, I'm totally not interested. I, I think it's Jota there, and that's about it. In midfield. Yeah. Um. So at so- a five, like <sighs> it's just trash. Rawls Roll, is on pens for Cardiff. Just saying okay. that out loud.
1: So is, um, what's his name? Carney on Fulham, right? I don't know if he's on Pence. I think he's on I a lot he's of, like,
0: Maybe, I'm not sure. But yeah, Carney is definitely the other 5 million name that is really, I mean, really the only 5 million name that anyone's really looking at, but... He should be playing further forward after like Sari got signed. and Yeah,
1: he, he took two pens last season. I don't know if they got more than that, but he took two pens last season.
0: Okay. Um, but yeah, he's him. definitely an interesting name. If you want to go really, you know, if you want to go a little risk and throw him in at your, you know, fourth mid or in a 3 4 3 or 4 4 2 or whatever, or throw him in as your fifth mid and a 3 5 2 or something like that it's It's very risky, but it could come in because if he returns you know every third game at five million, then he'll be earning his price for sure,
1: yeah, but every third game is a big ask for him, I think, yeah, I don't know I, think, full, um, I feel like every fourth game is pretty good like that's yeah. that's more reasonable and more where you could expect him to to be
0: you don't think he could have like seven goals, five assists, or something?
1: no, okay that's a lot that's a lot all right i don't know i like them yeah i kind of like them too i had them for a while in the end i just went ended up going back to just like four or five mids because i'm just like they're pretty much the fucking same it, it, it just i don't know it just doesn't feel like the ceiling is that high for Kearney that it's worth paying like 0.5 for an entire season And last season, he had six goals, five assists. The season before that, he had 13 goals, 10 assists.
0: Yeah, but last season, I understand he was like very injured.
1: He, no, he played 3,000 minutes. He started 33 games. Okay. I didn't know. He didn't didn't start 45 games, but 33. I don't know. I
0: remember I was reading stuff that he was like battling knocks and shit and just like wasn't really fully fit during the season. Because, like you said, two seasons ago, he put up 23.
1: Yeah, no monster season. Yeah, I just, so and he was yeah. playing
0: more reserved, I think. I don't know. There might be something there, but again, there might be I mean, something there.
1: I just don't know if it's worth it. And there's yeah. no one else that you're. It's a, it's a slot thing. The same problem that I just mentioned, where it's like if he ends up just being a whatever central midfielder on a sort of whatever sort of mid lower mid table team, then you're just wasting point five every week, and you should yeah, just have but, like Dale Stevens.
0: There's still Kennedy's five again bad fixtures, but Kennedy, Kennedy at five is you know he's good. He's he's
1: underpriced.
0: Yeah, he should have been five five probably.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't I guess they were pricing him as if he's on Chelsea, where he obviously plays zero minutes under Conte. Yeah, but that's short sighted because Conte is obviously out, and I don't know the. I feel like Newcastle was trying to make that final from yeah. the end of last season.
0: He did have a grand total of two goals, two assists last year. So,
1: But he barely played. Uh, he's but, fucking good.
0: No, he looks good, but he's still on Newcastle and there's still issues there. Yes. But he's at Agreed. five. He's just a name to throw in there. And then my favorite five is the ghost, William Hughes.
1: Oh, my God. I love Albino Willie Hughes.
0: He's just great. I
1: mean, he's He's not nailed though, is he?
0: He seemed to be very nailed whenever he was fit, which was a grand total of like four game weeks last year.
1: He really was a ghost last season, like not (laughs) just not just the color of his skin, but also just he would just appear in a game and score a brace, and it was just like, "Wow, Will Hughes, get in there!" and then he would just disappear again.
0: He's he could be he could emerge. I mean, he was four or five last year, but he looked so good every game he played. So I'm gonna look at
1: he really did. And then yeah, I don't know. Re- yeah. He was really good. I feel like when he played,
0: He was like some man of the match performances.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. which is yeah, rare for a five million and yeah. a five billion midfielder. Yeah, it's,
0: I mean, Jack Jack cannot be playing ten, right?
1: I think no. Um, but him and Felipe Anderson, there's rumors one of them is going to be like left attacking midfielder, and one of them is going to be central, you know, number 10. So, I mean, he's kind of a real option if he's actually nailed. Uh, it remains to be seen if he's actually nailed, but he might be.
0: But not kind of. He is an option. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. If he's playing in an attacking midfield position, he's fucking five million as Jack Wilshere, England's own.
1: Yeah. He's so good. He's so good. It's just Arnie or Bust for me. <laughs> I, I think Fully Bay Anderson is fucking amazing also. Everything yeah. I've seen and heard and whatever, but... Yeah, I mean, Jack could actually be a decent five. So maybe I'm just completely wrong with my Kearney thing. And there are actually a lot of fives that have a small chance of emerging, which means maybe one of them will emerge. We just
0: named six or so guys. Yeah,
1: there's also like drink drink water if he goes to Palace. He's too defensive, but
0: there's still five fives. I I I don't...
1: I always like Pritchard, if he can nail himself. Oh, yeah, you
0: love Pritchard.
1: Yeah, he did many things to me last season. I mean, there's even fucking, like, Fellaini. He could find himself in there and and score goals. Like, that's what he does. Uh, Yeah, there's a bunch of, like, rando fives. It's it's just a fucking... It's one of those machines in Tokyo where you just... The thing comes down and it just grabs a toy and whatever you get, you're happy with. It's just... The That's claw. the five million bracket
0: it feels better to keep all these names in your little monitor food bank, and then when the soup gets warm downgrade <laughs> like you you don't want to run into the season with Will Hughes, who's going to like not start the that. second game, like get subbed on forty five the first game. And then you lose point one, you know?
1: Yes, yes. But, I totally agree with this strategy. I mean, there, we, we've we all had Gaston Ramirez game
0: week one before. And by we all, I mean you and me. And it does not yes. end well. It, do, it
1: may start well.
0: It does it not end well. He got four points game week one. We're like, oh, we're geniuses. And then he got no returns for the rest of the season.
1: Yeah, and it was just bombed out of the squad.
0: <laughs> and then in terms of four or fives, there's like Masuaku, Stevens, what else? Like fucking Romeo. I don't know. I don't want to talk about four or five. Four fives are
1: really just super defensive midfielders, from what I can tell. Yeah, So they, You really just want the nailed two points every week. Yeah. That's, I don't know. that's Dale Stevens.
0: Yeah, there's like Gunnarsson. There, there are some four or five guys who will play every week, but you know, it's whatever. And then let's go to forwards. Um, okay. We're gonna do six five and under today. I think is that right?
1: Yeah, because we definitely did sevens. Yeah, so six five and under.
0: All right. So two, I mean, six five really just two names. You have Josh King and uh, Wood. What do you think?
1: Um. Well, Burnley. We've been saying the same fucking thing over and over again. Remains to be seen if we're gonna go to Burnley because of Europa League. If they're either not taking Europa League seriously and just playing kids or they don't qualify for Europa League. I think Wood is an absolutely great pick. I think he's really good, actually. And 6.5 is a really friendly price for him.
0: I agree. And they also have great fixtures to begin with.
1: Yeah, I think, like, I had Wood in a few tinkers before I kind of realized the Europa League stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, he's fucking good.
0: Yeah, he's good. He's just a finisher. He gets in the right spot. He's just a good
1: number nine.
0: Yeah, he never, his work rate's good. He's always getting in there. It's just Burnley's it's, Burnley. They just don't create a ton, so yeah. he's got to finish what few chances he gets, and he did a good job. He had a good return rate last season for the amount of minutes he played at 10 goals, so
1: good pick. His cheeks are always so rosy. Yeah, very rosy. It's just a rosy cheek lab. It's just a kiwi. He's a perfect example of someone that, like, he looks like a prepubescent little fucking shit with his rosy cheeks and his like short hair and just like clean face. Yeah, but if he's a he massive was, unit. If he was from England, he would be maybe starting for Manchester United this season.
0: He's just Andy Carroll with short hair.
1: He's a Kiwi. So he fucking went from the championship to Burnley and who knows if he'll ever exceed Burnley quality. It's just unfortunate for him that like he's not from a footballing nation because there are parallel universes where he's just fucking he was just all of all Olivier Giroud for France and just he's raising the World Cup this summer.
0: Yeah I mean I think you're getting a little carried away about Chris I Wood. Am, he's not a technically like gifted player. He's just more of like a donk and he runs around yes. and he's just yes. always I, I am
1: exaggerating. I'm just saying he's fucking good. And it's kind of silly that like he's just like on Burnley and like plays this like I don't know he has this like terrible job of just like (laughs) working at really hard to try and win the ball back to just try and get one chance per half maybe if he's lucky on Burnley but I don't know he's good
0: perfectly adequate also somehow got twenty bonus points last year with only ten goals and one assist I mean I guess every single game he scored a goal he got minimum two bonus. But that's pretty crazy.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's just legitimately good at, at at all the stuff that you want a forward to be good at. So he does it. And he's not fucking sterling and Salah. He doesn't like miss a lot of chances because he doesn't get a lot of chances. He just he just does the stuff that he's supposed to do.
0: What do you see from Josh King? you think he's going to have a little bounce back from 2016-17 uh, form levels or he's going to have more of the same? Uh, that which, is a which, complete which player, coin flip. What do you really believe Josh King to be?
1: I think he's really better than last season. Okay. Um, as to what his like output is going to be and what Bournemouth are going to be like and Eddie Howe rotation and all of this garbage that always surrounds Bournemouth. I mean, I think it's actually a coin flip. Like mm. he could He could be really good. He could just be last season... Could get bombed out of the squad any any week with anyhow that's possible. Um, I really have no idea. I, I have no no gauge on this at all. What do you think?
0: Kind of similar. It did seem like he favored him last season when he was fit. He was he was starting yeah. for pretty regularly, but the the position was in question. I mean, when he was doing all that business two seasons ago, he was kind of playing striker the whole time. So. Last season, we were playing in the midfield a lot more. I mean, they have fucking Wilson and Defoe and shit. So his role worries me, and he can't stay fit. And Bournemouth are a nightmare. But I've seen him in some teams. I don't, you know, if you like him and you're like, whatever, Bournemouth have good fixtures. I'm not gonna crucify you over it. But I, I don't, I don't get the feels for him.
1: Yeah, I mean, same. Like, I don't think he's objectively bad pick or something. Like that. He's not Cedric, but like. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just not I don't know it's it's maybe it's a post hype. Maybe I can talk myself into someone like Josh King because it is post hype I mean, I had him all of sixteen seventeen and he was the best thing ever and the most consistent dude ever. He murdered you that season, <laughs> but yeah, i mean i I think he's more that player than last season player. I think like guys like Defoe really fucked up last season for Bournemouth. Because they really fucking, they spent money on Defoe and paid him a huge wage, and he was awful, so bad. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what they do. Maybe Ibe can take a step forward. Maybe Fraser can take another step forward. If Stan can stay fit at all, maybe they can actually have a decent attack.
0: Right, I don't want to. I don't. I want to stop you talking yourself into Bournemouth because they're terrible. I'm not
1: gonna. I'm not transferring him in, but um, I can see it. So
0: tell me about Sturridge
1: at six. Sturridge at six is the classic. If you, if listeners listen to last week's pod, he's the classic guy. If you're gonna wild card early, he should one million percent be nailed into your team because he will start the season at striker for Liverpool, and he probably will score some goals because he literally always does. He's a professional goal scorer. And when Firmino's back and fully fit, he won't start ever. So, how long, how many games,
0: how many games do you think that he's going to go
1: for? I don't know, maybe like two. Yeah. Oh, God. It just feels bad. Yeah. I mean, Firmino's back to training today. I think today. Yeah. Yeah. So he won't be, he definitely won't be like starting, Firmino won't be starting game week one. Definitely. Um, but as to how many, I, that's so hard to guess, you know? I feel like it. it's also like a manager to manager and player to player, you know, on like how fit they get. I mean, Firmino barely played in the World Cup. He should be like not tired.
0: <sighs> Imagine if Firmino gets hurt. It's Sturge at six. Oh, my God.
1: Six, dude. Six million. He's also, I don't want to fucking get my hopes up because Sturge has done this to me for I don't know, five consecutive years, but he hasn't looked this good in preseason since, like, he was the best English striker in the world by far. You know, like, he's just scoring every single game. Like, first touch, he scores, he's creating, assisting, like, all this shit. And he's not being a fucking little bitch either. He's just, like, happy and, like, trying and, like, all those, those things that usually make footballers good at football. So I don't know. That's just nice to see. It's definitely a good vibe with him. But yeah, I mean, you don't you don't even consider him in your team unless you're like wild carding or have some weird like Dave Cullen double move lined up. I don't think you consider him in your team.
0: Just have such nostalgia around him. Like I just I love him so much, and he's had such a fall from grace.
1: Yeah, there are people in Slack and Twitter and shit who didn't really get to experience like the you know twenty. 11 through 2014 Sturridge, where he was just. He scored for fun. Fucking unreal. Unreal.
0: So, Chazzy Baby's in there at six. Chaz Circus Charlie, goddamn Austin.
1: Is he, uh,
0: you know, is he just coking his life away or is he going to get in there today?
1: I think he's a real option. I think he's a, a good pick. If you're going, if you're playing that sort of system where you have a third striker. I don't think I would want him as like my second striker because there's not very many pivot options sure. in the 6 million forwards but if you're playing a third striker he's probably the best one. I mean, he's just you know quietly played a thousand minutes and put up seven goals last season like he always does. Like sort of similar to Sturridge in that way where whenever he plays he scores goals. So he should lead the line for Southampton and when he's fit, he should he should do a thing, right?
0: I hope so, for for the love of God. Yeah, I
1: I mean, how could you not love him?
0: Hughes though is just so stupid. I just don't know what he's going to yeah. do. Yeah,
1: yeah. Assuming Hughes does the right thing is a dangerous game. Going
0: to start playing like Hoiberg at Schlong, Schlong and
1: Gabiadini and. I mean, as and- long as Long is there, Austin's never nailed. Yeah, Schlong at five zero.
0: Oh, uh, I mean, Are there I mean, any
1: other like six or six five guys? No,
0: no. I mean, I mean there's
1: Yorente, which is like he's like the bad version of starting your team with Sturridge. Yeah, it's,
0: just, no, there's there's no we I mean, need to mention. I don't think. Um, I mean, they got Bobby Reed, and, Reed
1: is good. Yeah. I kind of like Reed. Yeah, it's Cardiff, just, but he's it's, on Cardiff.
0: It's a big step up for the boy. We'll have to see I, that.
1: Yeah, I will say one other name to throw in the mix. I mean, a couple other names, I guess. Jimenez on Wolves might sh- start at number nine. Like, he's been pretty okay slash solid for Mexico for a while. I haven't really seen him in, like, club football, but I've seen him for Mexico. He's pretty good. And if he's starting at number nine for Wolves, might be good. And then there's also, like, the Everton guys. Like, I. Assume, like everyone else says, that Tosun is the striker, mm-hmm. but Nias was really good last season and Silva loves Nias. And they still have the fucking Sandro from, you know, when, when they unloaded Lukaku. I'm just not sure that Tosun's 100% nailed, and there's a chance that one of these two guys is.
0: Yeah, we just don't know it yet. It's something to keep an eye on. Ings, Ings also might, might get a move at 5 5. Yeah. Yeah, I still feel like he's got some some quality in him. He should go to Palace. Yeah, we were we were in for him, I think. But I mean, we still have Sorloth and now Wickham, so we I don't need. love Wickham. Yeah, I love Wickham. I absolutely love him. He's like fucking
1: Chris Wood. He is Chris Wood. No, but he's 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 like trickier and a better passer. <laughs> like, no, but like better. seriously, like. He has techers. Yeah,
0: he's, he's good. He <laughs> just has only he's only been here for two two years, actual in a row,
1: so <laughs> no big deal. No big deal. Well, now he probably moves more like Chris Wood. Uh,
0: um, I mean, there's Bonatini also, though he played for Wolves last year a lot. Yeah, he five. could uh, Wolves start. Is, there's just not a lot in this region.
1: It's bad. I it's mean, bad. forwards are. For the most part, forwards are either overpriced or they're just not nailed in garbage in, in the fantasy game. For yeah, the like, last, like, I would five be seasons. more
0: happy to have a 5 or a 5-5 five, five million midfielder than a 6 million forward, probably.
1: Yes, or a 5 or 5-5 five million defender than a 6 million forward, yeah. I think. Yeah, it's just not. It's I feel close. so much better with PVA and my team over Austin. Oh, yeah. Not close, really. Not, not close. Oh. Um, it's interesting. And Donay, maybe Florin starts over Glenner. Uh The new I guy.
0: And Donay, the guy they just bought. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But I don't know. They're, it's just straws. We're just fucking. This is. It's a, it's a weird pod to do because it's like. We're just like, this team sucks. This guy sucks. Like, blah, blah, blah. It's like, I'm not getting. Like when we do the mid price tier, I get so excited throughout the entire pot because I'm just like, oh my god, I have to get this guy and this guy, this guy. And after the budget pot, I'm just like, yeah, these guys all still kind of suck, but I'm keeping an eye on them, maybe.
0: Yeah, I mean, at least I have Cedric, right?
1: Yeah, Mm, Cedric, rough.
0: (laughs) Not long for not long for this world.
1: What, so what formation, are should we just do our teams quick and then I'll slap some asses and then we'll get out of here? Yeah, I mean, we're not running that long, even though you were about to just say we were running long. I mean, it's an hour, over an hour. Yeah, but you
0: know, preseason, get in there.
1: It's over an hour on the budget. It's, that's pretty long. Okay.
0: Um, I have like four four two 2 with two 4-5 rotating for the fourth defender spot. Um yeah, it seems fine. Yeah, it's, it feels fine. I, I just had to put Odzel back in. It was just not good. It was not good for me to not have him in. So that was at this at the cost of having a fourth heavy defender. So I have like six, five five, five five at defense, and then two four fives. Nice. And then and then I have Eriksson, Salah, Odzel, and then a six five midfielder who I right now it's Pedro, but I don't know who it's gonna be. And then I have Aguero and Arnie up top, probably won't change. So I mean, realistically, honestly, the last week, after I put Ozil in, I was like, breathe a, a sigh of relief. The main question marks is going to be the 6'5 midfielder for me. And then I have Bailly in still, that 5'5 spot, I have no idea. And then the, the 4'5 defenders, the two that I have there, and then I have Ederson in right now, 5'5 goalkeeper. I'm not married to that. So those are kind of the spots I'm playing with.
1: Yeah, it was I, on the way, on my commute home, like just now, just before this pod, I was actually typing shit up on my phone to try and, like, almost like as if I'm going to restart and make my team from scratch. What are the things that I think are, like, important that I want to have? And, like, aside from, like, Salah and, like, good nailed defenders on good teams, one of them is definitely, like, an Arsenal attacker because I think they're all, like, undervalued and I think Arsenal are good. And then there's like, not sure where Rambo's going to play, not sure if Mkhitaryan's nailed, not sure if Laka's nailed, and it just all came back to Ozil for me, too. i just, just so excited to have him in my team.
0: Yeah, I've kind of spun my wheels around all of the attackers besides Aubameyang, but he's so expensive, and just that there are risks with all of them but Ozil in terms of nailedness, yeah. roll, everything. Yeah. but Ozil's,
1: And 8.5 is
0: ridiculously good price for him. Yeah, it's a really good price, and He's the kind of player that you can set and forget, and eight yeah. eight five is again it's very it's a very reasonable price to pay and good on. Yeah, backs, it's one of those just,
1: things. You look at Mkhitaryan at seven, and it's hard mm-hmm. to reason Ozil at eight five, but it just feels like it's worth it long term to pay the extra. Yeah, and
0: don't get me. I mean, if Mkhitaryan starts playing on the right for you know a handful, and he looks good, and it's just he's playing there, then I'll put him in alongside. I mean, they'll, they'll, but starting off, it feels. Like I don't want to put risk there, so oh, it's all feels good.
1: Yeah, minimizing risk in the game one, game week one team is so fucking essential. Because in the end, you really only get the one transfer a week. I mean, obviously, sometimes you get wild cards, sometimes you get free hit, whatever. Aside from that, you get one move a week. It's very minimal for how much you can change your team. So, stockpiling the majority of your teams with long term holds. It's just a good way to play because then you don't have to really worry about them game to game because it's like, it's, oh, it's all. I can just hold him. He'll get his assist. Doesn't matter like how bad he looked in one match or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think what, I agree with that. What about you? What are you looking at? Um, yeah, I've been in a 4 3 3 lately. Um, I don't have that much stability in my team. I mean, I have been going with. I have put Kuhn in, I have put Arnie in. I've had Salah since the beginning. My latest tinker is just I've I stuck Marotta in there for a bit. I and mean, it just seems like he's the deal deal's kinda of falling off and Marotta's better than Iguane anyway. And I don't know, nine oh for him nailed on Chelsea with new manager and everything. I, I feel pretty good about the upside there and um midfielders I've Otzel, Salah, I still have Jota, and I have 2 four fives, just like nailed defensive mids who are going to get me two points every week to ride the bench. And my four starting defenders as of now are Baye, Rabo, Sacco, and Smalling. I'm still on double United. I'm not sure if I feel good about that. And um, keeper on Ederson, I think I am secure there. I don't really see myself changing off of Ederson. I think Uh, At least from my, you know, tunnel vision perspective of the best way to, to deal with the goalkeeper situation of paying a lot for a nailed guy on one of the best teams just to secure top four or five points. When you really like break everything down, I think the two the two guys are really De Gea and Ederson and I think Ederson saving 0.5 is worth it. Mm-hmm. That, that's really how I see it. Mm-hmm. And like Alisson's great. Liverpool wouldn't be that surprising if they were like the sixth, the best defense instead of the second or third where we expect them to be. It wouldn't be that crazy. Chelsea, new manager, team all over the place. Don't know. Lloris has lettuce hands. The, no idea who's going to play center back for them. Their whole team's at the World Cup. Blah, blah, blah. It just feels like, okay, Sydney, we know are the best team in the league. That's fact. United, we know he's the best keeper in the league. De Gea is the best keeper in the league. Mourinho's going to play defensive every match, park the bus, et cetera. The cleans are going to come. And I just feel like those two are really, if you're going premium, it's between those two.
0: Yeah, I'm still not throwing out the idea of Leno either. I mean, at five. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's just a different strategy, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, if you're going premium, I think De Gea Ederson is the way to go.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean Ederson. I I also was a little with Rabo. Was very much nailed in my team and been very nervous about locking my third Liverpool spot up with the goalkeeper. Right. Whereas you know I don't. I mean it's similar. I would just have two and two instead of three and one, but. Yeah, you know, I'm still not sure about Mendy. I don't know if I'm going to want him in. I don't know if I'm going to want a midfielder, so I don't know.
1: Either way, it's a little tricky, but yeah, I just yeah. think Ederson's fantastic. And 0.5 it's hard sometimes in a it to look at it in between 6 and and 0.5, but you expect to kind of have these guys for the entire season. I and mean, like barring injury, I probably will have whichever one I start the season with for the entire season. It's a lot over the season if you kind of think of it as like 0.5 every single week. Like, is De Gea going to outscore Ederson by 0.5 on an average every single week? Like I don't think he is. He might. Ederson might outscore De Gea, you know, every on an average every week. I don't know. But for long term, I just feel like it's worth it to just squeak out that 0.5 and, and go with Ederson. But... Yeah, if you if you're going like with a five o guy, I think that's very reasonable too. Yeah, I'm just not sure because I still haven't
0: finished up on the fringes, and if I really need point five, I could see that be somewhere I can go. But it's just those first two fixtures. I know it's very short term thinking, but it doesn't feel good to put myself into probably like three points total out of my
1: goalkeeper for the first two weeks. For Lano, if you're saying yeah, yeah, but yeah, having- and then there's heat. There's heaton too, like Pope's. Fucking annihilated for the season. You know, there's guys. I mean,
0: yeah, there are five guys. I don't five huh, five. There are five <laughs> million guys, but well, I don't yeah. know. Ederson does feel good, so I'll probably i'm gonna i'm gonna try and stick with a five five goalkeeper though because yeah. it'll be it'll be nice to have just that city like safe city
1: clean. Yeah, I think it's just great. Yeah,
0: and then so about Baye and Smalling, right? What do you think about them right now? They're all sorts.
1: Yeah, so I'm I'm totally out of the loop, but I know that like. Obviously, I can see in my team, Smalling is flagged, and Mourinho is an absolute asshole to magnitudes I didn't think was possible the way he's talking about his players. And I don't know. It kind of seems like it's his uh, classic third-year meltdown sacking season, but who knows? But... I still think I'll probably start with by at least. I mean, he's still great, and United, I still expect to keep a lot of cleans, but doubling feels pretty bad, I think.
0: Yeah, so, doubling feels So I'll bad. probably
1: change that slot.
0: I'm just nervous now about how all over the place they are. Like, maybe he pushes Jones, and he, Jones starts week one. I still don't think By's nailed. <laughs> I, I have no idea. I thought he
1: said that, like, that, that that's the starting defense or something. So should we should
0: we believe the things that he says? Yeah, that's a very strong point. Yeah, that's pathological. To say yeah, he's it's ridiculous. The words that come out of his mouth don't mean anything. So it's difficult with buy. I'm I'm not sure if I'm going to stick with him. I it just feels bad to not have a United defender just because of how good they were last year. But their camp is melting down right now. So it's a big important week for United. I think to see what happens.
1: Yeah, it'd be nice if shit just calmed down a little and like buying Smalling played well together or something like that. Yeah,
0: I'm also starting to get a little bit like Kuhn hasn't kicked, he's still like, I don't know.
1: Has he not kicked the ball yet? (laughs) I don't think he's in camp yet. Jesus Christ, come on Kuhn. I don't know what he's up to. He's
0: just hanging out with Mbappe or something on the beach, but... That's getting to be a little bit concerning. So we'll get there next pod, but we're starting to get into the like shit or get off the pot stage where guys who aren't back right now, it doesn't feel like they're going to be featuring in 10 days. So Yeah, that's really soon. Yeah, so I'm starting to in the back of my head plan out a Kuhn
1: contingency plan. Oh, I don't want to deal with that fucking headache. That's for next pod. So we're going to fucking next pod on Monday. It's just going to be all out, just everything preseason. Maybe we'll get some friends on here, some guests, whatever, to just go all out, fuck fest on just preseason, our teams. That's when we want a lot of questions. Maybe like also send in your tinkers, all that stuff, so we can just like rapid fire through questions and do all that shit and just get ready for the season, which starts so fucking soon. Yeah, um, yes, I agree. Let me do the patron Patreon anus slaps for our new patrons of the week. Before I do that, I missed an ass slap. I wanted to make sure to get it in there. New patron from a couple weeks ago, Michael Kaufman. Get the fuck in there. Sorry to have missed it in the first time around, buddy. Um, Rest of the new patrons, we got a bunch of signups this week. Great to see. Um, Patreon.com slash is where you do that, get in the Slack, etc., all that shit. There's no charge right now, not until September 1st. Good job by you. You can get a free taste. Anyway, the new Anus the week, Craig Wilson, Henry Lottinen. Matthew Reese, Nicholas Dirks, Tony H., Haywood Jablomi, absolute classic gag right there. Love that. Right up there with Mike Hunt. Um, Adam Coart, Long Pham, Eddie, no last name, Anders Kofod, Dominic Thurgood, or Thurbad, depending where you're going with that, Evan Esses, Daniel Carrillo, and Tom Dangercock O'Malley. That's what he put. That's his fucking middle name. It's good. Andrew Cock. Yeah, it's good, you know. Unbelievable. Uh, That's it, right? Yeah. Check us out at fmlpl.com. Follow us on Twitter at fmlfpl.com. Patreon.com. us at Check out our store at fmlfpl.com. Shop at Cheers.